Yes, and welcome to In the Tank Live with Aaron Harrison and Keith Dayo, the first podcast-style event for the two of us this year. And we're looking forward to do many of these, no less than once a week. We're also streaming live on Facebook inside the Empicenter International page. So hello to everybody that's there live. You're catching this What's going on, everybody? Hand. And uh, Aaron, what, what, is it, what is it about a podcast that changes things for you versus maybe a live broadcast on Facebook? I would say availability. Giving it, giving it more flexibility for people to be able to listen to it on the go. I know at times video can be a little distraction if you're, if you're driving or you're in a situation where you can't watch the video and um, audio is great. The content's there and it's readily available. So I, I would say for me, a broader reach in helping more people in all aspects of their life, whether they can watch a video or they can listen to an audio. Awesome. And so I know a lot of the listeners out there and the, and the people that we've been working with, we constantly get, that, get asked this question, not only how do we create the best version of ourselves, but how do we launch that version into 2021? Because I know that for a lot of people there, the year on the, the mark on the calendar or the day of the week is a huge metric, especially when you're first starting out. You're first starting out on this personal development journey or you're first starting out on setting goals and targets. If you're still in the game right now in 2021, a lot of us take, take ourselves out. We've, we've, it happens to all of us. Some of you may have taken yourself out already, and maybe this is the message that'll get you back in. But if you're still in the game right now, if we were able to show you or to discuss with you and give you a, a set of action steps before our next pod, podcast next Friday on how to launch or relaunch your best self into 2021, think about how many of you that are still here or looking to do that would then take their game to the absolute next level. Something that you've always known was there, that, that maybe it was just a little bit out of reach, or you weren't quite sure how to get through that door. And that's what Aaron and I are here to discuss with you today. And Aaron, when you start to work with somebody or somebody comes with, to you and says, hey, I'm interested in what you're doing, or I wanna be around you and what you're doing, and here's what I'm doing, how could the two of us in collaboration allow ourselves to do that at an even greater, uh, in an even greater way. What do you, what do you tell them first? What's that? What's, what's the opening question? Cause that's where a lot of this lies is in the questions we ask. How well do you know yourself? <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of times we, we forget about our experiences either because the pain was too strong or the fun was, was too much that you just weren't, paying attention. It was just doing it. So I, I think for most people, knowing yourself would be the first, the first thing I would ask them is how well do they know themselves? And from there, I probably would have an incredible conversation with them because asking about who you are to you is a lot different than what other people portray of you, right? So if you ask someone, hey, how does the world see you? They can go on and on and on and on because it's a constant reflection. You see it visually right there every single day of the result that you're getting from other people's impression of you. And from yourself, you really don't do that. Well, most people don't. You and I do. And we found the value in that because, again, the only thing we're responsible for is us, right, and who we are and if we're growing. And so I think the first step for anyone is to, one, do some self-reflection, some self-awareness, and understand how are you showing up? 
why is it that you're showing up in the way that you're showing up? And is this the way you would like to show up moving forward? And really starting from there would be a great place to start to see what steps would be next. For sure. Awesome. I like to use the question when I first meet somebody is, especially if I don't know them, because we meet a lot of people on social media, mm-hmm. whether it's LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter, or Snapchat or TikTok or, or, uh, or Instagram. LinkedIn. Yeah, <laughs> LinkedIn. That, yeah, that's what I said first. So that we meet a lot of people on LinkedIn. So what I like to ask somebody is, especially if I don't know who they are or I haven't interacted with them a lot, is I like to ask them, what type of world do you believe you live in? So it's great. We need to know who they, who they believe they are. That's, that's a crucial question. We also need to know what type of world they believe they live in. So I want to know what your current view of reality is because it's all perception and we have complete control of that. And so if somebody's coming to me and they believe they, they live in a hostile environment, then I'm going to need to take a different approach. Mm-hmm. I want to, I'm going to then need to, if, if they live in a hostile environment, I need to know if that's where they, they best fit. Some people are designed and they're, they don't know anything else. So if I come to them with a, with a different option, an option that we, we open up with gratitude and, it, and it's full of love, peace, great, love, peace, grace, and gratitude, and they don't know what that is or what it feels like, it's going to be like oil and water. Mm. Where, where if I, if, so I have to make sure that, that I understand where they believe they live right now. I then also want to know how long they've lived there or how long they've had that belief. And it's not to prove them wrong. It's to, it's to open them up. And then I also want to know uh, if, if they've been in that environment, is it an environment they're looking to leave or, or are they looking to, to create a survival strategy to be in that environment longer? And then the other option that people will choose is one of peace, love, grace, and gratitude one where they see no fear, they feel no fear, they know fear doesn't actually doesn't even exist for them more than, than a blip on a radar. And there's a very different approach that I would take with that person. And I know there's, 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 there can be growth in both. We, we then would need to know, well, do you believe even in, in meeting me or looking to do what you're going to do, that it's the beginning or the end? That's something we learned from Tony Robbins. Is this the beginning of something new and exciting? Or is it the end of something you're looking to change, get rid of? Or it could be the end of something new and exciting and you're looking to go into another new and exciting adventure. So where have I found you? And Aaron, do you remember that Les Brown also taught us those next key questions that we will then move on to is, you know, who are you? Why are you here? Where have you been? And where are you going? And we could talk for days on that with somebody. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. and the point we're, we're sharing with you here is that as great a question askers as Aaron and I have become and, become, and, and we ask the same questions of ourselves every day, it's so important that we, we pause and we, we don't allow the silence to be scary. We pause and let somebody reflect and then listen really, really, really hard. And it's in that listening that someone will, will share with you what's holding them back, what's driving them, and their secret sauce oftentimes. And when we have that information, sky's the limit, right? Absolutely. 
yeah, I mean, things start to open up, possibilities start to um, be more clear. And I think for a lot of people, most, you know, most people don't have a, someone to listen to them. And when we start having conversations and we dig deeper and we ask questions that are very meaningful and intentional to really discover, how are you feeling at the moment? Right? How are you feeling at the moment? What is it that is bothering you? What is it that's challenging you? What is it that you're excited about, right? What do you wanna share? When you open someone up to those conversations, I think that's the part that makes us come alive because now we become human, we become real. It doesn't become this, this fabricated conversation that is more self-driven on the asker of the questions than an actual mutual exchange, you know, of feelings and emotions and experiences. And so, yeah, I mean, those skills have been taught to us earlier on in our life because that's how we started interacting with our parents and our parents, if you had some, some, some parents that really guided you through, I mean, I, I'm not saying everybody has that, but at some extent, they may have someone in their life that at that time was open and willing to ask them how they're feeling, how are they doing, how may I assist you, how can I support you, those type of things. Now, all of a sudden, you can feel what it feels like to exchange, you're almost like playing tennis, right? You know, let's serve the ball, throw it to that, comes back, right? And you can have this conversation. A lot of people have been numb to that, Keith. And I think for um, for us, it's it's part of our, you know, it's part of our fabric now to recognize the fact that people have been socially disconnected uh, and communicationally disabled, you know, and I think <laughs> we can we, we can help them, you know, you know, through therapy of conversation get up out of their seats and, and start to walk again. And I, and, I, and I enjoy that. And I really do. And I think that we shouldn't rush the process because there are going to be some people that have some trust issues. They're not going to be really willing to open and share some of the things that are deeply rooted. And I was reading a, a story the other day in Les Brown's book, and he says, you know, we live three types of lives. We live our public life, our private life, and our secret life. Wow. And I think most people aren't willing to share that secret life. However, if you build that, that trust with someone and, and that rapport and, and let them know that you, you truly care about supporting them on their journey and wanting to provide whatever resources or experiences that you've, over, you know, that you've overcame or whatever it was that you can help them with, when you're willing to share that secret life, I think people start to discover more about themselves and you know, less, you know, less limitation you know, more belief in saying, hey, you experienced that too? Or, hey, you can do that? Because I never believed that I can do that. That starts to open up possibilities for people. And so I think taking your time and really getting a chance to meet people. I mean, this whole pandemic has really forced a lot of people into a very uncomfortable situation. And the best way to handle it is to pause, like you said, and not allow that silence to be scary, but to actually inspire you to listen more and to be more intentional about how you're showing up and not being reactive, but being responsive and saying, hey, you know, this is how Aaron Harrison responds. This is how Keith Dale responds. This is how John Doe responds. And when you start to listen more about how you feel about the situation and where you wanna go and where you've been and kind of how you tie it all together, it's, it's really in that moment where you can get really clear about, okay, I got it. I know, I know what I'm doing and that's it. I mean, once you have that clarity and you have that belief that you, that you can move forward, that you can make progress and whatever it is that you're choosing to do, that's where, 
you know, results start happening fast and opportunities start coming out of the blue. And I had a great conversation with a young lady today who had some limiting beliefs about a few things. And I shared with her my story and asked her if she would be open to having a conversation because there's a few things that remind me of myself when listening to her. And I let her know that. And I said, about 10 years ago, I felt the same way. I really did. And although I saw things one way, it wasn't until this experience or this, this example of what it could look like, which led me to thinking, well, what else, you know, what, 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 what else is there? Like, is there something more I need to look into? And then what I found was it was my own limiting belief. It was my own lack of knowledge that was holding me back. And so once I was able to let that go, I was able to receive the information and so did she. So after I shared, she goes, you know what, Aaron, that's a really good point. Thank you for opening up other possibilities of what else this could be or what else this can do. And we go ahead and book a call. So I think when you allow people to have some clarity through your own experiences and allowing them to let go of those limiting beliefs because they see that you had the same, now, Again, that trust is built, that rapport is built, and people will open up to be more um, willing to share that, that secret part, that secret part that you know they're scared to share because of judgment. Yeah, you remember growing up where if there was something that was, that was really scary, you always had that one friend that lived without fear, and you always wanted to be more like them. They were also the one friend that uh, tended to never get hurt. If somebody doing the same thing, a group of friends, we all climb the same tree. That mm-hmm. kid always goes right to the top. The thing looks like it's going to bend over. And even if they fall, they end up with a scratch. Meanwhile, there's always that one friend that that barely makes it up one branch, falls and breaks his leg. <laughs> and <laughs> it's, it's crazy how the mindset that we have in our approach to life determines our result and how closely knit that is. And, it, and if there's ever, if you ever were going to control your predictions, why not control them in a way that works out in your favor every single time? Why not have an approach in life where you would say, well, what's the best that can happen? Let's have a conversation. I used to say, let's have a conversation. What's the worst that could happen? You end up having, having some guidance. And, and I was calling that the worst that could happen. Now right. I simply say, well, what's the best that could happen? That, will, that one question or that one statement right there will we'll stop people a little bit in their tracks. And so another thing that I took from that I took from growing up, another realization is that Aaron, I know the both of us, we were always someone who wanted to show up in the moment bigger than the moment. And there was a certain type of person, certain type of persona that that when we harnessed our ego, it would allow us to be and we would step into it every single time, never let the moment be bigger than we were. And as we grew into adults and, and what, now what do we do with this skill set? What do we do with this understanding of the pressure doesn't send me running the other way? I actually want the pressure. I require the pressure to a point where we don't allow that to, to stop us in our tracks because we look, we then we look for it, we require it. And without it, we don't move. And so what we've done is we've actually created a shift and it's something that you and I have gone through over the past decade where we thought that it was our it was it was our honor to always have the right answer. When somebody was there, we wanted to have the right answer. We always wanted to be the person that somebody came to for the right answer. And now, if you came to Aaron and I with, with something that you were working through, even if you thought it was the biggest problem or, or you were playing the biggest victim you could ever play, 
Aaron and I will immediately ask you a question. And we used to simply give you the answer. And that was, we lived on that. We wanted to be that person that could be counted on to answer the question or come through at the, at the buzzer. And now what we realize is the gift that we were given because we, we went before when we were allowing our, our ego to step in front of us, we leverage our ego now. We allow ourselves to pause and ask a question so that it shakes you up a little bit. It knocks you off of your path, the course where you thought there was only one way, that, that there was this problem that was in your way. By asking you the question, we open up your mind to possibility. And then we share in the exploration of finding the answer, even if we knew the answer was right in front of you, even if we knew it ourselves, rather than simply hand it over to you and take all the glory, we realize that it's even more important to allow you to be the hero in that journey, because that to us is teaching you how to fish. We used to give you the fish and then take the glory. That was our ego that, that stepped in and allowed us to do that. It served us in, in the moment. It allowed us to get to where we are. We no longer need that. And we learn that over time. It's something that we're getting even better at. So I love walking into new situations armed with amazing questions and listening to the answer. And then not only allowing the question to shake the snow globe a little bit, but when the answer hits, allow your response or reaction to the answer to shake the snow globe even more because so many people aren't even listening when they interact. They're simply going about their day. Watch how many people you ask, hi, how are you doing? Oh, touche. When you say, hi, how are you doing? And they simply say, how are you doing? They don't even answer your question. They come back with another question because it's, it's like when you answer the phone and somebody says, hello, and you say hello, or somebody says, hi, and you say hi. It, it's not, it, it's a preconditioned response. And there's a lot of them that we, if, if you were to be more conscious around, that you would change your whole direction. And that's literally what we're here for, is so that we can allow you to change your direction, be more conscious around what it is you truly want to become, and then allow you to, to own that and become the hero in your own journey. That's how you relaunch or launch yourself into 21, 2021, rather than simply taking baby steps. Because baby steps, as, as valuable as they are, are great when we need when it's something new that we may need to do a couple baby steps to let's get to the next step but for most of us here right now we know the path we the path has already been paved for us it's not even a dirt road there's not even any overgrowth you're in a situation where that sucker's paved and you can literally launch further than the person that paved it for you and faster and that's what we're here to do is accelerate that process not dis, not not discount the initial step that needs to be taken but let's accelerate that process for you. So a lot of us that are hearing, a lot of you that are hearing this podcast and that will, that will send us some feedback are going to realize that, wow, that has been there for me the whole time. I simply wasn't making the, enough adjustment to see it. And you were so focused on what you thought wasn't possible that when you got asked that question, the questions that we started the podcast with, it opens up your gaze. And now you see all the possibility and opportunity. Aaron, why don't you take us out? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, this is going to be a lot of fun, really brain dumping and, and helping people to make progress in life and making people aware of some of the things that are right in front of their face, but because they're not looking for it, they don't see it. 
And so for all those who have chimed in today, we thank you. This is one of many, our first podcast and global broadcast in regards to that platform. And for all those in the EPI Center Facebook group, God bless you guys. Keep up the good work and continue to share the message of possibility to people. You know, as we embark on a new year, a new 365, remember that you are you and where you are is where you are. And so embrace <laughs> that, understand that. And the clearer that you get as far as who you are, the better you can decide how you show up every single time. All right, guys, God bless y'all. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless. Peace. Peace.